morning and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. Today we're talking about the renderings that just came out recently for Second Avenue. Uh, it's super exciting. This is the second time that we're going to be going through renderings of Second Avenue. But before we get into that topic, today's episode is brought to you by Explorators.com. Scan that QR code or visit the website Explorators.com to book your Nashville history walking tour today. We have the entire month of May available. We have dates in June and July. So if you're coming over the next three months into Nashville, or if you're a local and you want to learn about Nashville history, book your tour at ExploreTours.com. Choose the Nashville History Walking Tour and use code ND10 to take 10% off your order today. Or you can scan the QR code code on your screen. I'm going to throw up the website real quick just so you can see it. Uh, so this is ExploreTours.com. This is the homepage. You can come here. You can choose walking tours, adventure tours, history tours. You can come read the blog. And then if you want to do the Nashville History Walking Tour, you're going to click on this right here. And then you can see the available dates right here in this little calendar. So you click this calendar. Let's see. I'm clicking May 24th. And then you can see the dates, a little overview. You click on that calendar again until you choose how many tickets, and that's where the next page is going to ask you where you put that code. And joining me today is the Director of Operations for Explorators, Michael Higdon. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks again. I'm Michael. I'm the Director of Operations for Explore Tours. What does that mean? So <laughs> right now it means a lot of different things. Uh, it also it, it means like just making sure that we're running the oper- the daily you know operations of you know uh, starting keep, a business, you know, starting a business, <laughs> keeping the tours up and running um, and making sure that we've got the resources that we need to add new tours, um, doing the research that's needed uh, to, you know, get uh, new people onboarded and. Um, and for me right now, I'm also writing the blog posts, um, and posting those up and learning a lot about Nashville and middle Tennessee and just Tennessee in general, which is a lot of fun. So back in 2017, Nashville experienced a solar eclipse Mm -hmm. and it looks like there's another solar eclipse coming to America on April 8th of 2024. And what's really interesting is the Tennessean did an article on this talking about where where to go and where to watch the solar eclipse. And it's not going to be over Nashville this time, directly over mm-hmm. Nashville. So we have a map that's from the Tennessean. And um, I'll zoom into this. So this is where you're going to have to go to see the full total solar eclipse. Uh, which is going to be happening right in the middle of the day. So it looks like we're going to be doing a trip, a trip to uh, south uh, eastern Missouri. Yeah, or middle of Arkansas. Or middle really of Arkansas. Want to go there? Yeah, or parts of Kentucky. Yeah, sure. it's like very limited in Kentucky. So more Illinois. So uh, this is happening <laughs> April eighth. Um, so start preparing your solar eclipse glasses now. Uh, the last solar eclipse that happened in Nashville was amazing. Uh, happened in two thousand and seventeen. And I was in downtown Nashville for it. And what was really fascinating is the the little snakes when the, when the sun was getting fully eclipsed by the moon, the little snakes mm-hmm. that happened. And I can't remember what the terminology or definitions of that is. But you were working that day. I don't I think you, I don't think you were in the you, you didn't see the solar eclipse. I did. We you actually did. we so we actually um, uh, we went and shut. We didn't really shut down the store. But we basically just told everybody to go outside and look at the solar eclipse for a whole five minutes. Yeah. Um, and so everybody walked outside, walked. We all the employees, most of the employees walked out back. The customers went outside and we all enjoyed the solar eclipse for the whole like, you know, minute that it was there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all, uh, it, yeah. all it was. <laughs> uh, it, it was interesting. So um, 
when I, I participated in it in 2017, I was next to the Nissan Stadium. I bought a bunch of coolers. And I sold a bunch of water bottles. And I bought, nice. like, 35 additional pair of glasses. And I was selling I uh, solar eclipse glasses yeah. for $5 a pop, that. even though I got them for, like, 30 cents uh, yeah. back then. Uh, so it was amazing. So where, where I was just speaking of where the new uh, Titan Stadium is going there's a proposal for the East Bank, and that's the huge area where the new Titan Stadium is going to go. There's a lot of conversation about that 330 acres and what's mm-hmm. going to be developed, uh, all of that parking lot, the 105 acres of parking lot. There was a proposal, I believe, from Mayor John Cooper's office that happened probably about eight or nine months ago talking about how uh, they're going to relocate TPAC to potentially the new East Bank of, of Nashville. Interesting. So let me let me throw this up on Google Maps real quick to show the TPAC building. Uh, have you been to TPAC? Oh, I have. Yeah, I've I've gone I've gone to see a couple different things. I've seen um, I've seen the Blue Man Group. That's um, cool. Yeah, um, I've seen Stomp. I've seen um, uh, what was it? I saw um, the Nutcracker, and then I've seen various other plays and stuff like that. All right, so Greg, the Google guy, is on the street right now, and he's in downtown Nashville off of 6th Avenue. This is the current home of TPAC. The state of Tennessee has uh, allocated in the fiscal budget $200 million for the relocation of TPAC. So eventually this land that TPAC sits on is going to be for sale and most likely turn into a different type of skyscraper. Uh, I believe there's three or four performing arts centers inside of TPAC or performing mm-hmm. theaters inside of TPAC. Also, back in the day, let me go down this street real quick. This was the entrance and home of the Tennessee State Museum. Yes, I remember The Tennessee that. State Museum has been relocated to Germantown. Mm-hmm. But what this building has been used for recently has been for the storage of additional th- exhibits and everything for mm-hmm. the Tennessee State Museum. They just announced a, a new warehouse okay. that's going to be built uh, that's state-of-the-art that's going to be able to house all of the exhibits and other things for the Tennessee State Museum and what they preserve. Uh, I, I can't remember where that announcement was made, but I did see that they're building that new warehouse, and I can't remember where the warehouse is going to be. Gotcha. Somewhere probably in Davidson County. Uh, but TPAC is this entire building, and it is going to be potentially demolished sometime in the future. Uh, the reason for that is it's an older building, uh, but TPAC is in the current state of going to be relocating in the next five years. Gotcha. Okay. So the uh, Nashville Business Journal has said that they have found an architect uh, that uh, that they have secured an architect for the new location of TPAC, even though we have no idea exactly where t- the new TPAC is going to go. An architecture firm has been chosen. Uh, so this this is from the National Business Journal. The announcement comes as a state approved $200 million in its 2023 to 2024 fiscal budget for TPAC move from the James K. Polk Cultural Center, which has been its home for more than 50 years. In addition, $300 million will be included in the 2024 to 2025 state budget for TPAC's move. Uh, hmm. contingent, a contingency on private donations, which TPAC has started identifying according to the release. Uh, so if you scroll down a little bit, the new facility will allow for 33% larger audiences and increase in both programming and educational activities, uh, activations. Um, so then it goes into the, uh, the conversations with the CEO and how she's grateful for this money coming in from the state. And then it talks about John Cooper and the East Bank. And so... My thoughts is let me let me show the East Bank real quick. Um, 
we're going to be all over Google today. <laughs> Greg is Greg is getting busy. All right, so um, this is the East Bank right here uh, that we're looking at. The new stadium. Uh, let me make this 3D. The new stadium is going to be in this parking lot right here. Mm -hmm. The proposal from Mayor John Cooper has TPAC, if it happens, uh, going to be built somewhere in this general area. Okay. Like near near Jefferson Street and Woodland Street. So TPAC could be in this general area. This Travel America, mm -hmm. uh, that is completely closed right now. Gotcha. Uh, there, there's been a lot of renderings that have come out of that. They're building a lot of skyscrapers over there. Uh, so it, it's interesting driving by that Travel America this last week. Mm -hmm. The building's completely abandoned right now. They're probably going to be demolishing it very soon, but there's no tractor trailers that are coming in mm -hmm. and out of downtown Nashville like it was. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I think, is going to ease a little bit of traffic, hypothetically, sure. maybe, uh, from downtown Nashville. That's until all the construction vehicles get in there and they shut down the roads because of the potholes in that area are insane. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see where TPAC's going. There's no mm -hmm. announcements exactly where it's going, but it is coming uh, to a new area of Nashville, mm -hmm. probably leaving the downtown core going to the East Bank. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes somewhere else in Nashville. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on the relocation of TPAC? So, I mean, it, I, I honestly love where TPAC currently is located. I mean, it just feels nice and central to it. It makes, makes you know, Tennessee still feel like an art center. Yeah. Um, the parking over there is horrendous. It, it is horrendous. And so if, if TPAC being closer to the new Titans stadium allows them to have access to the Titans parking lot, then it can make a ton of sense because it gives them far better, far better access to the, you know, just better parking. But then on top of that, it might allow them to expand in ways and have and house performances that they can't do right now because they're limited in space or scope. Um, the biggest thing that I, and again, you know me with parking, um, like I, when I look at how close that potentially could be to the new Titan Stadium, I just think that. Titan Stadium might have a parking issue because of what they're basically going to be demolishing the old stadium and putting basically a park there. Um, and like, you know, they, if you look at most pro stadiums, they've got, you know, acres and acres, acres, and acres of parking. And it doesn't look like there's any of that being allocated properly for the new Titan Stadium. And, and the thing we have to remember is I think this was recently approved by Metro Council a couple months ago. They got rid of parking requirements for new developments. Yeah, so which is ridiculous. I, I think the the goal is to make this a really walkable community, the East Bank where the new Titan Stadium is. But the, you have to figure out a way to accommodate all of the people yeah. coming in and out of games and events. Um, and I understand they're going to be doing that transit hub and all of that stuff over in the East Bank. But it's still we 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 experienced this this last weekend with the Taylor Swift concert. Mm -hmm. People, it, it took people hours mm -hmm. upon hours to get picked up after the concert yep and the, the metro police department they they did a great job trying to do traffic control but it still took i've heard stories that uh the, the concert on friday got out at 11 people weren't picked up until 2 a.m i believe that uh so three hours to get picked up and yes some of these people should have walked across downtown across the pedestrian bridge and gotten sure. a ride somewhere else but it's the argument of how are you going to move that many people with the new Titan Stadium? Mm -hmm. And imagine there's a Titans game and a TPAC performance happening in the East Bank at the same time, yeah. not including all all the other activities around town. It's it's going to be a mess. And thankfully, I don't get paid enough to figure that out. <laughs> that's somebody else's that's somebody else's job. Uh, I recently had the opportunity to go to El Forno, uh, which is an oh. Italian restaurant located um, near Wedgwood, Houston. And I had this incredible salad. It was probably the best salad I've had in Nashville. Okay. 
but it was like with goat cheese and like these like um, aged like onions and like this like probably like a vinegar type thing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was one of my best salads I've ever had in Nashville. That's awesome. And then I also had their meatballs and their meatballs were fantastic. Uh, so I would recommend it if you're looking for a great Italian restaurant. But the one thing I wish I had with that meal was a coffee. And I, sh- I should have got a coffee. Uh, but at that point in the day, I'm like, I'm tired. I, I just want to go home and uh, <laughs> not drink coffee. And so if you are looking for a great coffee, you need to check out our sponsor, Bless Day Coffee. Uh, you can visit their website at blessedaycoffee.com. Use the code EXPLORE20 to take 20% off of your order today. We also have two blends in partnership with them. One is the Tennessee Sunrise Blonde Rose. This is the coffee I wake up to every single morning. It is my favorite go-to coffee. And uh, then we also have the Nashboro Espresso Roast. So if you're looking for a double whammy of a wake-up call, you can see our faces mm-hmm. on this bag of coffee I'll and also have the, uh, have the coffee. So that's the Nashboro Espresso Roast. So we have a light roast and we have an espresso roast. Uh, visit blessedaycoffee.com. Use the code EXPLORE20 to take 20% off of your order today. Last week, renderings for 2nd Avenue were released. This is not the first time that renderings were released for 2nd Avenue. Uh, These renderings look good. I think the first initial renderings that came out about a year and a half ago looked a little bit better. It seemed like a little bit more interactive with the buildings and whatnot. Uh, So I'll just get into the history of this. On Christmas Day in 2020, at 6.30 in the morning, a bomb exploded on 2nd Avenue. It caused extreme devastation for that avenue. And we have uh, Greg the Google Guy on the street. And this is what it looks like from December of 2022. And you, we could uh, show that. So this is these are the buildings that were affected by the bombing heavily. And then all of these buildings had all of their glass blown out. And then this building was heavily affected as well. It looks way different now uh, than it did uh, just back in December. They have art and stuff all over this building. So this mm-hmm. building is the AT&T Data Communications Building of the Southeast United States. Uh, so that's that's very significant. But this is what the current site looks like on mm-hmm. 2nd Avenue. And then all of those windows, most of these windows, yeah, they're, they're still boarded up. But the thing I noticed the other day on Thursday, this was the day that the announcement was made for the renderings, uh, the new renderings of 2nd mm-hmm. Avenue, is I was walking down there and I saw for sale signs and for lease signs. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so they are about to start construction or rebuilding second avenue yep uh so we just showed you what it looked like and then now let's show you the renderings of second avenue all right so this is uh second and church street nothing looks different there it looks exactly the same as Mm -hmm. it does right now so uh there's that premier parking lot with the the nashville arts there's um what is that place called that little soda pop shop Uh, right there I can't remember some fizz something I don't yeah. remember. So the fizz. All right, so now let's get into the renderings. This is coming from uh, the Metro Housing Department uh, website. So, see some of these street uh, streetscapes. You have the Nashville uh, sign for it looks like the soccer club. So it looks like it has a lot more walkability on Second Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Gray and Dougley, so that's uh, se- that's where the um, 21C Museum is is in that. So that looks like that. Okay, now let's scroll down. All right, outdoor eatings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think outdoor eateries on Second Avenue is very significant and important. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something that downtown Nashville is in desperate need of is Agreed. having outdoor eateries, uh, especially located close to Broadway. That's not a rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see this one. All right, so you're seeing more of those outdoor eateries. You're seeing a lot more. It seems like the wider sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Uh, and then you also have a, look, a lot more retail. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is the last one. Okay, so th- this is the Second Avenue at night. So yep. these are the new renderings of Second Avenue. Honestly, the first renderings that came out about a year and a half ago, um, I was way more impressed by. Fair enough. I mean, what stuck out to me with this with these particular renderings are were the the wider sidewalks for walking and stuff like that. I mean, this really does give you kind of a feel of like Nashville trying to hold on to some of that like small town, mm-hmm. small city kind of vibes, which is great. Um, because I mean, the biggest biggest criticism of a lot of people that have lived here for a long time have said that like Nashville's too busy just trying to be a big city, and they've grown up and they, it's, it's unrecognizable. So, kind of going back to some some of those like before they were popular days, where it, it you know it's just it's an easy easy walkability for a lot of you know regulars, but then on top at the same time it's still touristy enough. Um, but that's but it also gives you like just kind of a hometown vibe and instead of like, you know, instead of it just being giant cityscape landscape kind of thing. The, the interesting thing about second Avenue is most of those warehouses are mm-hmm. on the registry of, uh, historic places mm-hmm. in the United States. And so that's partial, partial to the reason of why this has taken so long to rebuild this Understandable. Uh, is because there's I uh, supposedly there's only two or three brick masons in the country that can do this type of reconstruction mm. for these type of situations. And I, I heard that through the grapevine through some architect firm like five or six years ago. Fair enough. Uh, and that was even before the yeah. bombing happened. So uh, because I was asking about the Marathon Village and why like that's taking so long to restore parts of Marathon Village. And mm-hmm. he, that's what I heard. Uh, but Second Avenue has a lot going for it. In mm-hmm. the 90s uh, and even in the early 2000s, Second Avenue, if like you were a downtown or a, a Nashville native or a resident, you would go to Second Avenue. You wouldn't go to Broadway. This mm-hmm. is where all of the a lot of the local dive bars were, a lot of the pool like pool halls were. Um, there's a lot going on for Second Avenue. I would say Second Avenue uh, initially it was called Market Street, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was the hub of commerce in downtown Nashville for a very long time. Uh, so Second Avenue has had a lot of significant history here in Nashville. Uh, it's part of the reason that Nashville is thriving because they would unload the boats from the Cumberland River and then distribute stuff on Second Avenue, originally called Market Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luke Combs announced his partnership with Wild Horse Saloon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, re- they're redoing that and renaming that. Uh, so there's a lot happening on Second Avenue. I'm excited to see uh, maybe even more renderings of like what they're really planning on doing with those those four buildings that have been condemned on Second Avenue because of the bombing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're just gonna have to wait to see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's it's really gonna be up to like what businesses they're gonna be able to really bring in, um, the ones that actually want to stay. Um, and go through the process, the painful process that they've already been dealing with, of yep. just like consistently rebuilding and potentially taking even longer to rebuild. But I, I would be interested to see what new, like new businesses are brought in, and I would love to see a lot of local stuff show up, like not not just more nationwide chains and stuff like that, because we we have we have enough of that as it is. Yeah, I think I think Second Avenue has an opportunity to be a very local centric road. Yeah, uh, and and downtown Nashville really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the only chain restaurant, like Raising Kings, that they're they're now doing construction on that building on Fourth Avenue, um, where the old Fed, no Third Avenue, where the old FedEx was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're now putting a Raising Kings there. They're doing the work now. So I think Second Avenue has a lot uh, of potential. Um, I'm excited to see some of those Airbnbs potentially come back. 
But the mm-hmm. thing I, I wish would come back, and I, I, I we need to reach out to them, is uh, there was the downtown Nashville hostel mm-hmm. uh, right there on First Avenue and Church Street. And yep. it was one of my favorite hostels in the world. I've been to about 27 or 28 hostels worldwide. And down, the downtown Nashville hostel uh, was probably ranked on my personal list, the, my second favorite hostel I've ever stayed at. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. The hospitality was great. And it was bringing in a lot of international travelers because international travelers are looking for a hostel-type experience because, mm-hmm. it, first off, why would you want to pay $1,000 for a bed for, yeah. like, a, a Taylor Swift concert when you could pay, like, $75 for a bed at a hostel? Mm-hmm. It just it physically physically makes more sense, and so I hope they come back. Um, their business has been completely destroyed and devastated, and mm-hmm. uh, I that was my favorite thing uh, on First and Second Avenue, mm-hmm. and they were dest- their business was destroyed because of the bombing. So, let us know in the comments below what your thoughts are about the restoration of Second Avenue. Are, are they missing something in this renderings? Do they need to add more of an interactive type park like the first renderings had? Um, there, there's a lot happening on 2nd Avenue. Also, head over to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com to see the show notes. If you want to learn more about Nashville, we have that as well. And you can book your ticket for Explore Tours at ExploreTours.com. Use the code ND10 to take 10% off of your order, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.